Hey guys. Sauces, are you here? Oh, I was <laughs> on my phone looking at Kenya clap back at a fan or a hater. No. Yeah. I hey. Do that anymore? Hey, what's up? Um, welcome to another episode of Cake and Sausage. Yeah, we'd like to give you alleged celebrity gossip. Yeah. We've never really clarified what allegedly was, have we? Yeah, we did. When we, we did? first named it, when we named it allegedly. Oh. Yeah, because we were sick of reporting on um, oh, rumors no. and yeah. motherfuckers coming into the comments and coming for our lives, talking about that's not true and it was reported. And yeah, we're not TMZ. We don't get paid for this shit. Oh, this is a free no. podcast. Uh-huh. So that's why this is called Allegedly. allegedly. So today and allegedly. One of our favorite couples. They're my favorite couple. Yeah. Which we said that this was going to happen as well. We did. We did. We did. We did about a year ago. Yeah. So like two days after they got married. <laughs> they was so happy to be banging each other out oh after gosh. that celibacy that uh, Russell Wilson. Is it Wilson? Yes. Russell Wilson and, and Sierra, Sierra are pregnant. Are they're expecting a child together. It'll be Russell's first child and second. Yeah, and he has shown and proved himself as a stepfather and yeah. a good father. He deserves that. Yeah, baby. baby future is so happy when he's with him. So, um, yeah, we're really happy to see the two of them pregnant. And so for his birthday, Sierra twerked in the snow for him. Yeah, there's a video of her circulating with her twerking in the snow for wow. her and her man. And, you know, she be twerking. That's why she got pregnant, twerking for her man. Yeah, I mean. In a handstand. As she should, because yeah. he put a ring on it. So he gets all those twerks mm-hmm. whenever he want them. Mm-hmm. But she going to take it easy till she get birth. She ain't going to take it easy. No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. She's trying to have fraternal twins. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um... Speaking of babies and popping it open, them damn Kardashians. Yeah, so Courtney and Scott are back together. Surprise, surprise. Um, there is rumor that she's pregnant again. Um, so which wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because she's very fragile and she doesn't do birth control because she's like vegan or something like that. She what? Yeah, I don't. I watch think the show. I remember on one episode she was like, she doesn't, you know take birth control or whatever the case is. You know, she's all, like, healthy, you know. Her skin is nice, though. Yeah. She does have nice skin. Um, but, so what, there's dairy? or there's gluten in birth control? No, she's just more of, like, an environmentalist. Naturalist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's just, like, anytime he skied up in her, we having a baby. If, if it catch, if it, wow. if it catch right. And apparently it catches because... This is baby number four, if she... No, get... no. they have three kids? Yeah. They have... They have two kids and a girl. Penelope? Penelope, Mason, I don't know the other kids. I didn't know that there was a third. I didn't know there was a third. I'm dead ass. I didn't know there was a third baby. Courtney must got that throwback, you know? The one that don't have the fake booty. Well, she can't get a ring, but she can get that thing popping. Baby, baby, baby. Well... You know? I kind of like them together, though. Like, I could see him with what? someone else, but I could never see her with anyone else. 
He's verbally abusive. I love Scott. I do. We're gonna get you some counseling but as I, well as her. I what I just I believe in the Kardashian curse, and I just feel like he. I don't know. I just feel like he's, he's awful. So I like Scott. He's hilarious. He's awful. He's an awful human being, and that's why that's why he won't marry her because he he believes he's above her. Anyway, um, was there one more thing? No. We were just talking about babies. Baby, 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 baby. It's a low, it's a low, it's a low part. <laughs> yeah, note to hit. Shout out to Brandy. Leave it to Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. Um. Oh, Hasseline. Yeah, you you know, speaking of more just uh, fake births and shit for oh, the, really the sake of a fucking storyline um, for a reality show. She has her own show coming out. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. You know, when when storylines prove to be stagnant for you or stale on um, reality shows, nothing works better than to fucking get pregnant. That's true. And Yosolin Hernandez from Love and Hip Hop <laughs> Atlanta. <laughs> I'm tired. That's why. Uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. Uh, of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is pregnant. The 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 father of her child remained a mystery for like the first three or four months. Now it's coming out that it's Stevie J, even though she was supposed to have been with him for a long time. But uh-huh. miraculously, that one time before they broke up, ninety eight months ago, he shot the club up, and so he's she's pregnant by him. What I saw was that um, she. Uh, what I saw was that she is pregnant by him, but that Stevie was suing for full custody and child support before the baby's even born. Oh, I don't wow. know if that's, again, this is allegedly, I don't know if that's a rumor or not, but that's what I saw. Um, and, oof, I mean, baby after baby after baby after baby, and... I just feel like it's for it's more again. She's like you said, she's getting a spinoff. I just feel like it's for storyline. But you know, from one Kardashian to exes to Reggie Bush, go ahead, Cake. So I'm just scrolling, you know, and I stumbled across it, and I heard of the story. Yes, yeah, old. But it's just interesting. So Reggie Bush impregnates married side chick. He offered her three million dollars to abort, and she didn't. Oh, she took the money. Huh? And she took the money, and then didn't abort the yeah. baby. Yeah. And so that was a three million dollar come up. Too. That was a three million dollar come up, plus child support for eighteen years, plus spousal abuse for eighteen minutes or months until she yeah. divorces that husband. Wow. People can't get it together in this they world. They can't. You know, if you're out there and you're listening and you're dating somebody, love on them. Water your own grass. The grass on the other side is never green. It's astroturf. <laughs> it is. You better stay with your grass. Stay with your grass. Fertilize Keep your heart it. three stacks. Keep your heart. Dude. Because you get caught up. That does it for allegedly. That does.
we're recording. Oh, Get your it? life together. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. What is that? This couple that should have never got together. Don't you hate? Like, it makes me so mad. <sighs> like, when I was, like, 100% single. When I would see, like, people that were, like, kind of, like, gross. And they would be, like, oh. Like, I was a big hater. I wasn't a hater, but I just know that you're going to have ugly babies. But I heard two ugly people make pretty kids. Cindy Crawford's parents. They're ugly? Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. I can I point did. out some other people's, too. Some other... Like, you can... A lot of models' parents are not that attractive, but the models are ugly cute. You know what I mean, too? So... Yeah. They're... We, they're... Weird cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mm. We so wrong. Ain't nobody saying... Ain't no child of God ugly. We wrong. Oh, no, it's some ugly babies out there. Oh, my God, they really are. Then I'm going to censor myself. If you have nothing nice to say, sit next to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> we do everything together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But just doing things together, having to work with people, this is a working relationship this that we is, have. we are. So that leads us into our topic of working relationships. You know, this podcast talks about relationships of every front. Yeah. So we won't just always talk about love. We'll talk about platonic relationships, friendships, you know, sibling relationships, parent relationships. And today we're talking about work, work relationships. relationships. So, Kate, you've had more jobs than me, probably. <laughs> You're in the fashion industry, mm-hmm. so, you know. I've only had Gap Forever, Michael. Five. Okay, then I've had way more jobs than Yeah, okay. I've had five. Yeah. Five. Yeah, like real jobs, yeah. Yeah, I, I have five. I have fake jobs, so. <laughs> uh, good, bad, and ugly. So, you want to do good first? Let's compliment sandwich this. Let's do ugly, then do good, then do bad. Well, what's the difference between bad and ugly? I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see if some stuff can escalate. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Mm. Work relationships. Lazy coworkers. You t- you had to you had to whoo you had to Whitney Houston exhale yeah, on that one. I would um like my first job I would say and don't get me wrong I made, met some amazing people shout out to Gap at the Grove mm-hmm. um amazing people that I'm still friends with that's awesome but that was definitely like oh my god that store was a mess a functioning mess mm-hmm. because there were some people that were just getting by just because they knew the right people, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. is, like, so annoying because it's, like, those are always the ones, the lazy ones are the, always the ones that throw you under the bus when they get caught for being lazy. It's like those college group projects mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, my God, because all of our grades, yeah, mm-hmm. and all of our grades rely on yep. this. So if they're not doing their portion, we have to pick up the slack because I don't want that person yeah. to F. yeah. So, and then you have those people who know, like, well, they're going to do it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yep, I want to work with them because I ain't got mm-hmm. to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say that was probably the the ugly job. That was the ugly working at Gap. Yeah. Um, but it was To fun. this day, I will not forget about working in a writer's room with, I was, like, interning. Um, and I'll fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and say where I was at. I was at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> and 
and being in the writer's room as an intern. And so uh, the writers would be, like, on set. So I'd be in there with, like, other writer's assistants or whatever, just kind of learning and absor- um, absorbing. And so I did, I was new, super green, super new to this. Like, didn't know what a writer's, functioning writer's room looked like, what it was do, what happened. So when the writers would be on set, like, the other writer's assistants and whatever would be in there listening to music, just kind of, like, lollygagging. So they kind of set the precedent, set the tone for me or whatever. So I would be listening to music, you know, like, editing scripts, mm-hmm. putting commas in scripts or whatever. I'll never forget. So there was a one writer in particular, he wrote a terrible movie recently um awful like straight to red box i want to know the movie you watched it and recommended it to me and it's fucking terrible what movie um, was it no i won't do him that dirty okay he'll tell me when we hit stop <laughs> anyway uh he sets the precedence of how this room is going for me and so like the um executive producer comes in the head writer comes in and was like so and ask him how have things been going and he like literally threw me under the bus and was like oh he just been in here like listening to music and shit and to this day like we haven't seen each other since then like you gonna punch him no but like you get nothing from me yeah. like you you literally you burnt that him. bridge yeah you um you're nothing to me you're ether Ooh. yeah fuck you so that was one working relationship. How do you really feel about it, though? He's a Creole <laughs> piece of shit. That's what he is. That's how I feel. Oh. Yeah. Well, on a brighter note. Good working relationships, you know. What are some good relationships? I would say... Well, two friends. I met two amazing people working when I was with Michael Kors. Um, so shouts out to... Tim and T. Yay! Um, and I think it had to do with us being the only black people in our <laughs> district. We kind of saw each other and like stuck together and then um, we've gone our separate ways. We're no longer with Michael, but we remain friends. Yeah. Um, and we would just get it, you know? Like we would go to these corporate meetings and we would notice, you know, just things that I guess yeah. uh, the other general population didn't. And we didn't even have to say anything it was just like a look like a lean up from your seat and look down uh-huh. or look around and they're just amazing people and i'm very like grateful that i had that job because they're they've now turned into amazing friends like i yeah that's funny that's yeah. um i um was an ra resident advisor with t and um geneva and those like working relationships have literally like we're literally still best friends yeah over a decade that shows a lot because t is both of our friends and we both met her working so if you get the chance to meet t yeah you've got a good chick on your team she's a sweetie pie we've known each other for over a decade but we started um ra's few of the black ra's Uh at our college and so we would give each other looks like what the fuck is this shit right here (laughs) Um, just same, you know, same kind of experiences. Um, but that was the thing about it with that us back then is our key was a master key. So yeah, I was stealing from people. T was clicking into my house and raid my refrigerator, <laughs> just literally raiding my refrigerator, raiding like my refrigerator. There was one particular time where me and my um, girlfriend at the time were taking a nap in the bed. And it was a studio, it was mm-hmm. a studio, but it's a really, really long studio. So we're in bed 
And uh, T comes in to my refrigerator, like digs through the refrigerator, gets whatever she gets and leaves out and had no idea that we were in that bed, like literally looking at her, like literally <laughs> looking at her. Um, so hilarious, hilarious. That was a good uh, uh, relationship. And even though this was school, this was kind of like work. Um, recently attended UCLA two mm-hmm. years ago. And my cohort, we worked together so well that we still are a writing group to this day. Oh, cool. So we're still friends. We're still championing each other on. And that was just like, I feel like that was just like a needle in a haystack because we have other cohorts from different um, genres. And they were like, we can't stand each other. These motherfuckers don't work. They give bad notes. And oh, like, wow. they couldn't wait to get away from each other. Yeah. So. We really did luck up and get a really good group. And some of us had moved, and I've, like, seen hooked up with them in New York and other places. So That's cool. So we got the ugly. We Uh got the good. What's the the bad? Give us a bad past co-worker or work situation or working relationship. It could be a boss. It could be an employee. Yeah, I'm I'm going to touch base on that. So... General manager. I go back and forth between like corp and in store. Mm-hmm. And after leaving Michael, I went back into a store mm-hmm. and started with this company that's going to remain nameless right now mm-hmm. um, because it's been so recent. Mm-hmm. But um, so I took over this position and I knew I had a feeling that it wasn't going to work from jump. Once I saw who the staff was, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, they are not about to have this black girl from L.A. Mm-hmm. running things up in here. They are mm-hmm. not going to make it easy for this girl. Mm-hmm. So I went in, of course, with my defenses up, and the assistant manager who had been with the company for, I want to say, like five or six years, was not having it. Got it. So this young lady. Mm, child of God. Mm-hmm, praise his name. Only do it. Was sending friends in for me to service them and then they would go and call corporate and complain <gasps> what yeah witch. because she wanted to make herself look good so that I would be termed or let go or would quit wow. and she could get the promotion that she felt she deserved so she was I don't think that it was personal to me it was personal she to the position she just it. really she wants that job it, and by right? any means necessary she wow, wants to get that job by any genes so when i the first time i was like okay i get it that was an itchy customer okay but then i was like what are the odds i'm the only one i'm new here i'm the only one getting these bad they like complaints. oh go straight to that black girl oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's that black girl so she's then, gonna be the only one it's so then i easy. told them I was like, I need y'all to review, the, just go and run, run the tape back and really see what was going on. Come to find out that one of the person, the people she had sent in had lied mm. on me, had gave my description on camera. I never even helped this person. Wow. And when I saw it and my overall manager didn't, or my district manager, which my which was my direct boss, when she didn't come to my defense, defense I was like, so all y'all low folks in here is really about to mm-hmm. y'all really about Organized to do this crime. I said okay y'all can have these keys <laughs> cause I'm I'm gonna catch a case if I stay <laughs> another day in here with y'all trying to think that y'all doing something I said so here well I'm gonna tell the, uh, my job by name you you sweet you ain't like me when I was at Bunim and Murray <laughs> working in the casting department 
for the real world, Denver. Yes, we're going to go all the way there. <laughs> I really wanted a promotion because it was my first job straight out of college. Ben and Murray did do me um, okay. They didn't do me right. They didn't do me wrong or anything like that. It was just okay. Um, but I wanted to just keep moving up in the ranks. You know what I mean? So I started off in the logging department, but I let them know, expressed interest. I wanted to move to story. So they moved me over into casting. I did not realize that casting for reality is like one of the most sexist, racist, just piece of shit departments you can be in because they're stereotypical. They're casting caricatures. Mm-hmm. They're casting types, you know. So they are being really nasty and really shady when they're reviewing these tapes and interviewing these young kids. Um so I get in the casting department with a bunch of Beckys as my supervisors. One to two years older than me, so my peers mm-hmm. and Cry babies. I had my supervisor cry. I made her cry many times by just being a carefree black boy. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, those like shh when I walk into a room type of situations. Oh, no. Just like really, really ugly, really, really nasty, really dumb. And so, um, you know, you you work in um, gigs, so you work from show to show to show. Mm-hmm. So when you know when a show's getting ready to wrap or end or whatever, you know it's time to start looking for a new job or look for to see if you can jump on the next show or whatever. You go back and forth, like, you go from one company to another company, back to the same company, mm-hmm. from show to show to show. You travel with shows. Um, but uh, I had been told from the beginning of my start date that we were going to get the week of Thanksgiving off, paid, and come back and wrap the week after Thanksgiving. I have been told that since my first day. So, like, three months prior to this, maybe four months, who knows. So, two days before Thanksgiving break, HR tells me, tomorrow's your last day. So, I won't be getting Thanksgiving paid or that next week. So, you're literally keeping me up until that paid week that I'm not going to get that I've been promised that I've been working hard that has been the light at the end of the tunnel for me dealing with all these Beckys and so then they hand me all of these um, applications to go photocopy in sixes so in six duplicates right and I mean it was a it was a mail carrier box full of them so I went, I, after receiving this news, I go upstairs and I'm photocopying these and I literally thought to myself, I'm not the doing that. fuck am I? Yeah. They just fired you. I left them, I left them applications right there and I was out. Almost a year later, I ran into this black girl who was on the road with Road Rules. Mm-hmm. Road, Road Rules or whatever, the challenge, one of those shows. And I, every time I had run into her, I'd be like, how do I get your job? Because you going to Mexico, you going to Fiji, you right. going to all these places or whatever. And she was like, next time I'm in the office, I will talk to you. Like, she was real cool. She was a, like, ended up um, hiring me for, for BET. Um, so run into her a calendar year later at a, an event out in town. And she says, what? happened to you she said i came back one day and those beckys told me oh he just deserted us or whatever and she was like so i tell her the story and she was like i knew something like that had to have happened she was like because that just wasn't your personality to have just like bounced she's like i never believed them i never thought that that was real and we became cool and like i said she ended up hiring me for other things so wow yeah 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 so that wasn't too bad. Not terrible. You know, I'm like at least something good came yeah, out of it. Yeah, light at the end of the tunnel. So, 
just, you know, trying to work with other people. I'm currently working with one of the most laziest people I've ever met. I saw in your my <laughs> entire life. He literally comes to work and looks at his smartphone all day long. And when it's time to do work, he has literally gone so far to go above your head to kind of talk to the person who he feels like has more, you know, authority cool. than you mm-hmm. to come back to you to tell you that they told him he really didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just lazy. I mean, peop- people work hard to be lazy. Mm-hmm. That's the astounding part to me about lazy people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, you to put work in this to be yeah. this lazy. Goodness gracious. So. I'm sorry. Don't be. Don't be. He's sorry. He is. Sorry, motherfucker. So... Well, if there's an opening and I decide to move back to Los Angeles. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm not a player. You got my info. Yeah. But, you know, working relationships can be good. But have you ever messed with somebody? No. Well, I work in fashion. So, 95% of the men that I work with are... Same gender lovers. Yeah. Okay. So, I've, I've made amazing friends. So, I fucked a teacher that I worked with. Yeah multiple times. Oh. And what's funny is is that the students... Is she married? No, thank God. No, 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 no. That's boring. She could have been like a regular person. What do you mean? You know, like just a regular girl you were dating. She was... So me and this teacher were fucking around and the students, you know, they are just so perceptive. They pick what? up on things. What grade were they? Or what? Were They're they middle school. Oh. They're middle school kids. Ooh. So they started to pick up, and, and so. And this recently? No. Okay. No. No. Good. Okay. No. 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 <laughs> no. This. I know you were teaching recently. That's why. I yeah. Asked. No. 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 This had to have been like eight years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, like eight years ago. But the students are very perceptive, started to pick up on it, and so I told them that another homie was my girlfriend to kind of throw the, throw the scent off, Aww. and I was like, that's my girlfriend. And so they, like, were very skeptical for a second, but then they were like, well, why would he, you know, yeah. okay. And why so would he lie to I was able to throw them, throw them off the trail. While she was throwing it back on the teacher's desk. throwing it back. Yeah, so that was, a, that was nice. And things never became weird or anything. It was just sex. Yeah, you were young. Yeah. They would know your youth. Yeah. Yeah, no. I never. Did you there have a work was husband? one. I did have a work husband. You had a work husband. I did. Who was heterosexual? And he was, but he like, was like. Cake? But it was just so weird. And I love. Uh, yeah. Shouts out to Ryan, Macy's Cover City. <laughs> ah, I'm not shouting her out because she is. Married now with children. I just think it was just because he had like a strong resemblance to Justin Timberlake, and I'm like, Matt. Well, I was madly in love until he like impregnated his wife, and then I got kind of got turned off. So I'm not a fan of hers. But I know he's cute. But um, yeah, he has like a strong resemblance, but he's a little more edgy because he's got like tats and stuff, and he's a redhead. I love gingers, so Mm -hmm. and he's like. I think he's like Spaniard or something like that. But I was like, oh my God, like he's so cute. And we would always flirt with each other, like okay. at work and stuff. And I think like 
in my last days there, he kind of was like, I think Kamika's been flirting with me, like, this whole time. And he literally worked with me my final day, like, all day. Like, it was just nice to, like, bond with him, but nothing ever became of it. But, see there's always you know some silver lining to work relationships but if you have any work stories you know email us let us know yeah good bad or ugly yeah Ask me that on the fucking show. The show is recording. Oh, well. <laughs> Doesn't he sound abusive, guys? Welcome to Rapid Fire. Gosh. Shit. <laughs> this topic boiled my blood. Okay, he and you're the one. Me who, out. You're the one who asked it. <laughs> Shit. So, um, we have dialogue from a girlfriend and a boyfriend. And the boyfriend asks, what are you doing today, babe? And the girlfriend says, oh, I'm headed to my homeboy Tyrone's house. He's paying me to cook for him. Um, He's not feeling too good. So I asked the fellas of the group, how do you reply? I was the first person to reply, and I said, I'd laugh in Swahili. Can we get a sample? Because that's how the laugh would be going because I would not stop laughing. <laughs> she would literally think that I was insane because I would show her how insane that proposition would sound coming out of her mouth. Oh, my God. If you thought for one smoky second that you were walking out of this house to go make another nigga a meal, take everything out of my house that you own because you're never returning here. You've really? literally lost your shit. You're batshit crazy, and they need to put you in a room next to Kanye. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Tyrone would have to be paying you with all of Erica Badu's royalties and residuals for you to ever go make him a fucking meal. He's sick. He can do Uber Eats, Grubhub. Shut up. SoundCloud. <laughs> Meals on Wheels. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So Jonathan says... Oh, you mean Tyrone paying us to cook? I'll meet you at his house. Fuck that. Odell said, hold <laughs> on. Don't forget to take all your shit with you. Thomas said, yeah, that's what's up. I'll meet you there, and I'll help you so we can go out to dinner when we get done. Sifo said, but you can't cook. <laughs> Odell came back and said, what are we cooking for, Tyrone? Evil laugh. Odell then came back and said, when did you learn how to cook? Then Sauce came back and said, oh, Tyrone not feeling good. Your food is only going to make him feel worse. Dave said, if you don't take your house home and have Tyrese hit me up ASAP. Ren said, I would tell her that her ass, that's her ass when I see her. Jonathan said, Ty- tell Tyrone he can eat this pie. And then it was the meme from The Help, if you haven't seen that movie. Yeah. It's an inside it. joke. Um, then we had Scott that says, I don't like that shit. <laughs> Robert said, okay, what time are we leaving? Wow, so ain't no cooking for the homies, We huh? ain't playing that bullshit. Okay. Paying you to cook for him while he's sick. If he got it like that, he can get a fucking personal chef. <laughs> Dumbass. That's it for this episode, guys. Chaz is very, very... He's worked up right now, so we're going to get out of here. Follow us at Cake and Sausage on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. iTunes. 
Join us in the face and face and sausage in the cake. I'm pissed. The cake and sausage group. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>